Good afternoon, everybody. Afternoon psalm today. Afternoon one. You had the other two coming out for in the morning time, right? Yep. All right. I hope everybody gets a chance to listen to this one because this one is going to be, we're on Psalm 22 today. Now, before we start, go ahead and take a minute to pray and we'll just jump into it. In Psalm 22 is the most quoted psalm in the New Testament. Uh, it is referenced in both Matthew and John. It's a psalm of David, and this is one of those things that he, I mean, David, if you haven't listened to the earlier psalms, go back and listen to like the beginning few, because I go over just how much prophecy mm-hmm. actually is is in the psalms. There's so much in it. Um, and David provides numerous prophetic details of the execution of Christ. And I mean, a thousand years later, I mean, is the difference in between date when David wrote this and then when Jesus was at the cross. Um, and this is one of the very first references to the suffering Messiah that we have in the old Testament. It's one of the, one of the first, that's where we get this idea, you know, cause they were, they were still kind of confused on, on like there's a suffering servant and then there's this conquering servant and this wasn't all put together for them. Like we know, you know, um, but David, so this is definitely one of the first, um, prophecies of that and we'll go over um as i read here i'll go over the new testament references also so this one might be a little bit longer than 10 minutes so prepare yourselves (laughs) if you don't schedule accordingly yeah i don't i don't think it'll be too terribly long because lately i've been doing these pretty quick but we'll see what happens all right verse one psalm 22 and right off the bat, I'm gonna we're going to have to go to the New Testament right after verse 1 here. So, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? And I, we, our family loves to do this with the kids. We love to um, specifically point out where we have any references or prop to Jesus in the Old Testament. And so this is one that we'll stop off and we'll go, who said that? And we take that to Matthew twenty-seven forty-six. Uh, Jesus, right before his spirit, he gave up his spirit. Right before he died, about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" That's an innocent. That's a uh, interesting statement for Jesus to make there you know that was one that kind of puzzled me when I was younger and little I didn't really understand it I'm like well if Jesus and even younger I guess but when Jesus is the son of God and all this stuff it doesn't make sense for him to say my God my God why have you forsaken me that that doesn't understand I just I didn't get it and obviously it wasn't until I got older but you realize that that Christ was suffering the wrath of God yeah. at this point. And um, he actually felt that disconnect bearing every 
the world's sin on him and had that minute. But later he cries out in victory and we see it come around. But you have that real human moment right there where he is suffering the wrath of God. And you realize that, yes, at that time, he became a suffering servant. He was suffering. So again, that reference was Matthew 27, 46. But continuing back in Psalm 22, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. All right, right there, um, there's so much Jesus in all of that. And what I'm going to do here is I want to get at least to read till verse 18, um, because that's where I think it caps off um, all the different references in that are in Matthew. And we'll go ahead and read all the references in Matthew as well that this brings up. So continuing on in verse 9. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb, and you led me to trust at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and, my, and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. All right, that was verse 18. And I can't read any of that without getting like super excited because there's just so much um, uh, fulfillment in this that it's not, it's crazy. Um, in just Matthew 27 alone, there's, Four references to to Psalms here. Um, we just read, "My God, My God, Why Are You Forsaking Me?" in twenty seven forty six. Um, in Psalm twenty two eight, uh, Matthew quotes that in Matthew twenty seven forty three, and that's he trusts in God. Let God deliver him now. 
<clears throat> if he desires him, for he said, I am the Son of God. Uh, also in Matthew 27:39, he quotes Psalms 22:7, and those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads. Again, that was Matthew 27:39, and then when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. In Matthew 27:35, um, you you can see that these are. I mean, this is just a full prophecy. I mean, Jesus did all of these things. These things all happened, literally. Um, and John quotes it in John 19.24. John sees it, the dividing the garments, as a fulfillment of prophecy. He says... So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who shall it be. This was to fulfill the scripture, which says they divided my garments among them and for my clothing, they cast lots. So John identifies this as fulfilled in Christ. This was a prophecy fulfilled in Christ in, in that. And then another big one also in John chapter 19 here is in verse 33. It says, but when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. And then in verse 34, but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. All right, so we go and go back to Psalms uh, 22, 14. In verse 14, my life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint, not broken. Because we go back down to verse 16. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. Obviously Christ on the cross. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. So he can count. No bones were broken. So that's another reference that we have to Jesus there in uh, John chapter 19. So... That's what makes what this psalm like so fast, and they all are like this to a certain extent, but not all of them point this much to Jesus. Yeah, more than others, right? All right, um, all right. I'm lost, and I don't remember when, where we, uh, where I left off before I started out there. So we're just gonna start back in verse 18. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. O Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will pro proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy.
Do you notice right here where he says, verse 24, for he is not a ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy he has not turned his back on them but he but has listened to their cries for help this definite that's a that's another foreshadowing of christ i mean the they didn't quite understand this this messiah going to the cross and dying and suffering when he was supposed to bring in the kingdom and he wasn't supposed he was supposed to defeat all of his enemies so they probably they definitely felt a lot of like he's turned his back on you know we what's what's happening he's turned his back on us he's you know we're still here in need and these these not much has changed you know but actually i mean they didn't see obviously they didn't see that everything had changed yet um but this psalm seems to um or this verse seems to kind of comfort that and then go on to the praise and promise of the future kingdom we have coming in Christ's second coming. Because it says, I will praise you in verse 25 in great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. Okay, this is all the millennial reign, the thousand-year period of Christ when he comes, when he returns to earth for the second coming. Verse 28, For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before him, all who are mortal. All who lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. And obviously, I mean, the prophetic significance in that, um, I hope that you all can see uh, that I mean, we have the. We know that we have the promise of Christ's return. We know that we have the promise of Him bringing the kingdom with Him in a full sense when He comes. We have these these prophecies in the latter chapters of Isaiah that describe this kingdom period uh, very vividly which we'll do a separate study on Isaiah coming up soon. I promised a lot of people that and it, it's going to be a long one and it's probably going to be a really in-depth one. So it's going to take a lot of time to get through that. But um, we'll go through it. And, uh, and, and if you're not aware and you're confused on, on what, what this kingdom deal is, we've, we've done podcasts about it. Um, if you go, you can search on, uh, of course, you can search on YouTube or iTunes or whatever podcasting app, you, you know, you can download a podcasting app and sometimes it actually catalog, catalogs some of the stuff for you mm -hmm. and separates it. Yeah. So, um, you can try to do that, but we've definitely done some on that explaining that, um, when we go into Isaiah, we'll go into a little bit more of a kingdom, uh, study, 
But this is uh, uh, obviously just just pointing to uh, the future fulfillment in all of this, in the realization of all of this in Christ when when He comes again. So I know that one was a little bit longer than normal, and we took you all over the place. If you're if you're just expecting to not like <laughs> just listen to a psalm, I guess it turned into a little bit more of a Bible study today. But hopefully, that's what everybody wants. Yep. Hopefully, it blesses your day.